0: Hey everyone, before we get started, I would like to have a little bit of a programming note. We recorded this episode on Sunday, September 25th, Um, so there is a part of the conversation that delves into T.A. Cunningham's eligibility, uh, his issues. Those have since been resolved. He has been ruled eligible by the state of California... So while some of the conversation is a little bit outdated, it still is, I think, very interesting to listen to. Just keep in mind his situation has changed um, and be aware of that. All right, enough of that talk. Let's get to the Schooner Pods recruiting special. Hello and welcome back to the Scooter Pod. I'm your host, Bab, Bobby, Bobby Howard. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my name. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. With me today, we got Kylie. And- His own
1: name. <laughs> my own name. My own name. Wow. Sometimes incredible. it really be your own self. <laughs> we got. Luckily, <laughs> this is just yeah. a
2: mini episode, so Bobby yeah, I have the opportunity to call myself Babs for the Babs, rest of this thirty
0: <laughs> We got, we got, Ty Lee, we got Jamison Maxwell, uh, and Jamison. Look, we needed a special episode after that Kansas State loss. Uh, so, what, what time is it? Is it, is it time for a corner? Jamison, yes. What is this,
1: the- Jamison? This is a fruit corner with Jamison. Everbody dancing. Oh, that's nice. See, we used to do
2: a little Crouton Corners at the end of each episode, Bobby. Um, But this deserves its own little episode. Because David Hicks moved up his announcement timeline from the All-American game in January to this coming Wednesday, September 28th. That is a huge, huge sign. I think everyone who pays attention to recruiting knows, and if you aren't, that's totally fine, knows that this means... He's pretty much slotting it to go to OU. It was known before this whole process that if he was going to consider to come to OU, um, he might move up his timeline. And him moving up his timeline doesn't mean he's feeling better about Texas A&M. That's definitely not the case. He wouldn't want to be getting the Texas A&M boat earlier. He's wanting to get to a very full, almost complete OU recruiting class. And that's why he's moving up his timeline to go public right now. And did you guys see if he commits what we would be in the national recruiting rankings if he committed right now? 2, correct. Number freaking 2. So yes, K-State loss
0: hurts, but at least this should be a nice pickup for us in the middle of the week. Oh, absolutely. That'd be enormous. Um and that was one of the bigger things even though the recruiting uh, recruit the recruit, the recruiting class is almost full. Um <laughs> You know, getting Hicks in, solidifying that, especially with what a commitment means to Brent Venables to this Oklahoma team, the having him in to boost this class up to two to shore up that recruiting class and maybe get a couple flips. It's it's major. It's massive. I mean,
2: having a guy that is a top ten player in college football commit to Oklahoma's a big deal to begin with. But having Absolutely. that be the number one defensive lineman in the country and in the Houston, Texas area, being in Katy, Texas, that's a huge, huge get. That has been Texas A&M's wheelhouse, and we know they've given him a significant NIL package. That if he were to accept it, you know, he'd get paid. OU must be doing something really well on the NIL um, front behind the scenes because it seems like we are being in the play for a lot of these big guys. I understand we lost out on Jordan Ray not to Alabama. It's hard to beat out Alabama for a defensive line commit. That just if you get offered from Alabama for that position, it's just you can't say no. Um, but having the point where we're getting guys that Texas A&M usually would have gotten the past couple years makes me feel like I feel pretty good about our recruiting department for years to come. Like, do you think we're shell? I, I tie. I I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Do you think we're shelling out big bucks? And we're kind of playing the same nil game that a lot of these other teams are, or do you think it's more these kids are really buying into what Venables is preaching?
1: Yeah, here's here's what I have to say, right? And this is some deep level analysis. We have we have a lot of people don't know this. We have the smartest listeners and viewers in any podcast sphere. And YouTube video, I guess we do those now, ever, right? So they're (laughs) going to understand this one. And what I have to say about recruiting, right? Is it money? Is it something else? I have to say this, okay? You guys might recognize the name Jerry from Tom and Jerry. He was a mouse. Squeak, 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 squeak. That's what mice (laughs) say, okay? Right? When you're trying to get someone to do something nefariously uh maybe maybe against their will against their best wishes right there's something called mice money ideology coercion ego and extortion certainly we're not extorting people okay so (laughs) (laughs) maybe i hope we are though because all options should be on the table Bama extorts people you know it and that's why they win championships so are we paying people money yeah yeah i mean objectively yeah we're doing it above board now Uh, But are we getting all our recruits that way? No. Are we extorting any of them? There's a Fifth Amendment says we don't have to answer that question. But some of them, it might be an ideological motivation. It might be something like, hey, you can come here. You can bring this team back to greatness. We haven't won a national championship since you've been alive. It's been 22 years now. Coming up on 23, these recruits, you know, 17, 18 years old, they haven't lived to see an OU national championship like we, the, the learned elders of society have as, as 25, 26, 27 year olds. Uh, You know, maybe there's some, maybe there's some coercion, maybe there's an appeal to ego, you know, an appeal to ego upwards is what we would call that is, is sort of like what I just example, Hey, you can be the star that brings us back. Or, you know, like I said, an ideological thing, you can be the one to, to, to be another player in the history of this blue blood. So there are certainly other motivating factors uh, uh, certainly, you know, maybe maybe there's some, there's other things you know, we're not going to mention because we're an advertiser-friendly podcast. Shout out to DraftKings and Raycon Headphones uh, and any other future advertisers. I know Raycon will be down with this, but DraftKings I don't oh my know, God. but there's some other Get things to your that motivate point, Ty. Jesus a uh, Christ. high school age, <laughs> a high school age guys, <laughs> maybe motivated by some <laughs> stuff up. other than money Ty, Ty, Ty I also want to say, say we're going to yeah, kick yeah, him out Yeah. Okay, so we're using Ty. motivating factors, certainly. Yeah, Ty. I also got to say,
0: I, I think I think David Hicks is a schooner pod listener because I think there is absolutely no coincidence that he made this announcement that he's going to make the announcement on Wednesday, the exact same week we uh, floated the idea of a uh, of of what a <laughs> oh not an assassin pool, uh, but you know the. Um, a bounty I to, is what the bounty, talking about. Th- no, the, the bounty, our, uh, our bounty NIL collective that we were forming uh, from last week. I've when never,
1: I've no, literally I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: Do you not remember, the, oh. you, do you not remember your bounty NIL proposal that we started NIL oh. pool for, for bounties? Like to take people out? That sounds like something. This sounds like a good guy.
1: Which Bud and Blake is. Uh, what he is professionally he's an attorney. And uh, that mm-hmm. is my answer to what you've just said is uh, I would like to speak to an attorney. We've we got, <laughs> we got
2: thousands of hours of us just talking nonsense on the internet. Um, so it's not like anyone can find anything that we've said that's stupid, but yeah. Course, so th- I think, I think this Hicks Hicks thing's a big deal in terms of clout. Cause you know, the story that going to be the whole week. Oh, you moved up to number two in the recruiting rankings. They got the best defensive lineman in the country. Like, even though we just lost to Kansas State, this is a team and program that young kids, high schoolers are buying into. But should we be concerned a little bit that, you know, we still have some battles to fight, um, markedly, you know, Peyton Bowen, that a loss like this for a guy that came out and saying, I am not going to make any kind of decision on flipping my commitment until I see this OU football program play. We come out and we play our first big, you know, opponent where we're within two scores in the betting. I guess Nebraska was within two scores, but you know, a reasonable um, opponent because obviously Nebraska wasn't um, and we lost at home. It does that freak me out a little bit for a guy like Peyton bone. Who's watching this. Would he rather just stay at home? I obviously, you know, Notre Dame might not be doing the best this year, but Texas A&M is another team that's pushing for him. And you know, they can pay the big bucks and, it just it does scare me a little bit on his front. I, I think that's something to keep in the back of our mind. Uh, but I think with Hicks announcing early, to be completely honest with you, that is going to create such a rush within this um, recruiting hemisphere that I wouldn't be surprised if Bowen said, I'm done playing this game. I've been coming to OU every other game date." seems he was here at that Kansas state game. Um, I'm going to come join the movement, add another five star to this uh, recruiting class, and be one of the best recruiting classes um, if, that we've ever seen at OU, and definitely the one since they best one since we've been tracking it.
0: It would have to be the best, without a doubt. I believe, like mm, I other than the Barry Switzer,
2: the other than the Barry Switzer ones. Uh, yeah. This one would be by far the best one that we've ever had. And we already kind of talked about that in the past. Like, I feel like I think, I think by the numbers, we already are the best recruiting class that we've ever had. Um, Definitely. And we have two five star guys that are. Probably, in my opinion, favorites for Oklahoma. Obviously, Hicks is a large lean for OU, and i will be absolutely floored if he ended up not committing to us on Wednesday. But Peyton Bowen, I feel like, is that new thing that all OU fans are going to be latching in on. He's going to be that new obsession that we had, you know, with Hicks. Like, when is he going to flip from Notre Dame? It just seems like Notre Dame isn't that school that he was going to end up with. Is it going to be Texas A&M or is it going to be OU? Is he going to follow his you know, Denton Geyer teammates and come over with Jackson Arnold, one of his best buddies? Um, is Eli Bowen going to come over with him too? I really, really hope that this can get OU fans back to an optimistic point of view during a time where a lot of fans are really in the dump and they're continuously um, you know beating us down.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree. That, that could be absolutely huge. Uh- that that is really the best way to look at it, and we talked about in the last pod about how this team, this team this year is is a, is really forward thinking, it's future thinking, and you know, getting recruiting wins, getting all that, that's as as important as anything. Um, even though we don't know how these guys will pan out, uh, obviously you can't one hundred percent you know predict how a player is going to be, but it's such a good indicator of where the program's going. I I think more so than whether or not we lose to Kansas state or not in year one of, uh, of a new regime.
2: Yeah. And you know, Brent Venables is really good speaker. He can get guys and turn them and make them believe a lot of things. We've listened to his press conferences and, you know, we've seen a little bit of his locker room speeches. He's a great motivator. He's a great speaker. And I guarantee you that's rubbing off on the recruits. He can turn this for the positive. You know, obviously, the easy answer to this is imagine if we had, you know, our guys that we're recruiting right now that we picked in this kind of defense that we're running here. It would be special. This is my first season here, and I'm playing with some guys. I'm not going to talk down on my guys that I have right now, but this isn't exactly how I want it. You, Peyton Bowen, you, David Hicks, you are the kind of guys that I want to play with. I can, you know, he can bring up all of the past great defensive linemen that came through Clemson and how they went, you know, first round draft picks. He has got plenty. um, And he has, we'll have some even that he has next season uh, that he recruited himself.
0: Uh, It's
2: it's going to be special. And I think he can turn this to to a positive towards those recruits.
0: Yeah. And I'll say this. I think the atmosphere helps. I, I think, I think, um, I don't know about you, but I felt like that K-State game, awesome. Even though we lost, the energy was still there. I thought it was still exciting. Uh, The light show was cool. Um, Ty, what do you think? Do you you think the atmosphere plays anything into this?
1: Yeah, certainly. I think there's obviously there was a lot of national negative press uh, last year with our our previous sort of atmosphere and everything else with with booing a a starting quarterback and, and what that might mean for things. Uh, obviously a lot has changed since then. It's crazy to look back and think that that was a major storyline at the time with everything that's occurred in between. But I, I did want to say when it comes to to this recruiting class, now this initial one of the Venables era, uh, it's important to note that these are guys that commit this year. They for in, in the most part show up next year and then are ready to play the year after that. This is the core of the guys that are going to be our, initial entry into the sec maybe not the first guys starting when we initially show up but really are our, our entrance into the sec and, and and what that means so it is it means so much to this team uh whether guys pan out or not that we have a number two nationally class coming in to where we're going right now because right now we're in a, a i guess a, a liminal space a space between where we are and and where we are going we're we are still, you know, outdoors, but we're, we're heading indoors, so to speak. We're in one of those, those uh, we're in one of those doorways where there's two doors, right? We're we're in the area. We've left the parking lot, which is the Big 12, and we're we're standing next to all the shopping carts and the Germex. We're about <laughs> to go into the store, and that's the SC, The SEC is the store. That's where the fruit is. I love fruit and vegetables. Here we and go. We're <laughs> talking about cheese. I <laughs> love talking, cheese. I let's do stop love stop talking cookies. about groceries. I love cheese so much. Oh. Uh, oh, my yeah, God. We're, we're in the entryway right now, and uh, <laughs> oh, these new players are going to be the ones that are going to be shopping for cheese with us. So, We've, talked about, tonight. We've talked about We've talked about groceries,
2: guys. leftovers, mice, cheese. We've talked about cheese. I think on three all it's, it's all
1: areas. connected. Are you not? Seeing, if we lose, if we lose it's again, it's all connected. Mice, cheese. Cheese is a grocery. Mice love cheese. It's all intertwined. Can we take a unanimous like
0: a unanimous vote right now? If OU goes like five and seven, then we convert the schooner pod into a guys grocery games recap podcast. Or just I love recap. Guys
2: grocery games.
0: I know that's why I think it would be a unanimous vote. Yes, I think we we just start mm-hmm. talking about. Uh, you know, well, cheese and pineapples and whatnot.
2: Guy and, guy is one of my idols. But let's yeah, let's but move on to our last that's point. That's
1: goofy because that's what we already do. But uh anyways, yes, that's true. James. We're
2: we're very off. J- I, I think James. I think it's kind of an aside to move on from the Hicks and the Peyton Bowen thing. Hicks should be committing on Wednesday, but to be honest with you, let's keep on watching for the rest of the, the near future for Peyton Bowen because there's gonna be a lot of hype and hype and pushing um to get him to decommit from Notre Dame and publicly commit to Oklahoma. So let's watch for that. And that will be our new thing to look forward to.
0: Hey everybody, it's Bobby Howard. And before we start the show, I just kind of want to talk to y'all for a second. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of college football preview podcasts and you know, it's, it's really been great. It's gotten me hyped for the season. And one reason it's been great to listen to it's because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-air fit, these earbuds are so comfortable, and they will not budge, trust me. Raycons give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. You know, I really like the versatility of Raycon's If you're really wanting to lock in, really just immerse yourself in what you're doing, that is where the noise isolation feature comes in. Just block everything out. It's great. But you know what? Sometimes you can't just, you know, shell yourself off. So that's where you go to awareness mode where you can have some audio come in. You can do errands. You can act like a normal human being. And uh, still listen to what you want. So I feel like that's actually pretty great. The Raycons really are great, though. Whenever I'm not editing the podcast, just kick back, listen to some red dirt. Feels like you're right in the middle of Kane's ballroom. It's great. I love it. So, look, if you want to be like me, jump on the Raycon train. Go to buyraycon.com slash tppn today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash tppn to score 15% off. One more time, that is buyraycon.com slash tppn. Use promo code tppn15. That's tppn15. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. So... Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details.
2: I'm in the future, but I think we want to end our recruiting episode with one last story that Ty really wanted to talk about. Um, Ty, kind of talk what you think about this T.A. Cunningham business out in, um, out in California?
1: So here's the thing. Uh, as, as we all are, are sort of familiar, if you're following OU Recruiting, there is a, a guy in high school right now, very highly rated recruit who plays a football position named T.A. Cunningham. And he is from the great, the wonderful state of Georgia. Many people have been to Georgia. Many people love Georgia. I'm one of those people great state. Uh, And he has been bamboozled like many people in the past, grapes of wrath to move to California. Uh, And he has moved from Georgia to California, apparently with some really bad deal. It seems he has been scammed by some sort of NIL, uh, allegedly scammed. There is a pending lawsuit uh, that Jameson will dive into more. and, And obviously we will see more as that develops, but allegedly scammed by some sort of NIL collective promising a lot of pay if he played for a certain high school in California that I don't know off the top of my head. I know Jameson does. All right. Yeah. So he's, but he's been allegedly scammed by this and now he's stuck out there. Does not have a place to live. Uh, He was living with the head of this NIL collective who has now been arrested uh, for uh, allegedly very terrible, uh, not making a joke, uh, allegedly a a, a very terrible uh, crime. Um, and, he he's just seems to be in a, a very bad position. There seems to be some attempts by OU fans and the OU fan base to rally around him. He is, I have been seeing, uh, conflicting reports on whether or not he is, uh, homeless. I, I think technically by the definition he is, uh, there's a, a lot at play here and, and, certainly a lot, uh, unspoken, but I, I, I guess that's maybe a good intro. I'll, I'll pass the baton, uh, to Jamison to, to carry the rest of the story.
2: Yeah, I I hate that this is happening to him. This is a guy we really adopted in in our pod to really like. We loved how he had Baby Chop on his um, recruitment visit with us. Uh, It's this little plush toy that he got from Walmart probably because I saw a bunch of Baby Chops. And, you know, those giant like little uh, wired things in the middle of aisles that have like just rows and rows and rows of toys in them. I saw a bunch like hundreds of Baby Chops in one of them the other day and it made me think of them. But this is really sad. Uh, because why wouldn't he take this deal? Um, why wouldn't you go out to where the money is? If you can make money as a junior in high school to go play football, damn right you're going to do it. And you're going to go to a big-time program in Los Alamitos in California. And it seems like there wasn't enough documentation to where once he got out there and things kind of fell through, there was no fallback to where he could you know save himself and not get screwed over. He moved right across the country for this. And now he's stuck where he can't play and he's not getting the pay that he deserves. And it's crazy to think that NIL is in high school, but what did you expect? If it being in college, it's only a matter of time before it became in high school. The transfer portal is rampant in high school. You see it on a micro level, just in like Oklahoma football high school, I like talking to coaches and just watching some high school football the past couple of weeks. There's so many transfers, and the portal is very open.
0: Yeah, no, and I think it's really, you know, a you know, um, a story that a lot of people should look at as a cautionary tale because it's, it's horrible. It, it really is. And, you know, I mean, hell, we put him on, on our thumbnail one time. Look, look at him. Look at look at him holding baby chop. It was great. And it's just really sad to me that this happened because he seems like a good kid. I don't think it's anything he did wrong. He just, I think kind of got, kind of got screwed over. Um, really, there's a really good article on the, uh, athletic about it, um, it was really, really heartbreaking to read, honestly, and you know, kind of surprised me to see. But, um, you know, honestly, just really hope that things can go right for him. But, you know, it, it is absolutely a cautionary tale, mm-hmm. uh, 100%. I
2: think, I think the bigger story with this might not be as much him and his story, because obviously everything that happened was really sad and, and whatnot, but he's a five-star athlete. He's going to be fine. Talent always will prevail. There will be some happy, not truly a happy ending, but there will be some kind of way where he gets out of this and unscathed. What happens to that three-star kid who is you know, probably the number he's five, number five or six in the state of Oklahoma or something and gets an offer to go play somewhere in Arizona, and this happens to him, um, and it just falls out? There's not going to be that same kind of benefit of having that five-star national recruit where people are writing articles for you whenever you're the 600 700th recruit in the nation. Um, and you only have a couple offers. Um, that's, that's the reality of the situation. And these kids are going to have to be really careful And because when you're in college and you're signing NIL deals, you have colleges resources for like attorneys and negotiators and whatnot for people to make sure that you're not getting screwed over. High schools don't have that. Well, you think you're going to go to your guidance counselor? They're going to help you negotiate your NIL deal. Like, no, these, these kids college students are extremely vulnerable to being making stupid mistakes think about 16 and 15 year olds like are you kidding me like some of these kids don't even have a driver's license like this is a cautionary tale for, for many many kids that yes go after and go get your bag if you deserved it and you earned it but it's kind of a scary risk
1: well and here's a think- here's an important note that, that i do want to mention is uh it's he, I don't think he was the first one to happen, uh, that this has happened to. And and Jameson brings up a, a good point. He's the five-star. He's the one that was in the news before this, and therefore it makes uh news. And I, I think he, if you really dug into it, there's probably people that this has happened to before, and, and what he uh seems to allegedly have been scammed by is is a an NIO collective, and he doesn't have any resources, as it were, because he's uh, per uh, uh, laws and regulations he he can't really uh, fall under the umbrella of the university of oklahoma or of any other university that he he might be committed to and and it seems like what what caused all this before things really started to unravel with that Nil collective and uh, their their founder and everything else was he he showed up to California and the school said hey wait a second uh, this is not above board as it in terms of how california laws work there was some sort of Uh, I guess, law where you can't move to a certain school to play football. Obviously, you know, that gets worked around all the time, but those workarounds didn't occur in this case, or I guess it was far too overt and, and someone had noticed. And and he, it it seemingly never even made it into uh, the school that he was intending to. And he had, he had sort of been bamboozled entirely by this third party again, allegedly. Uh, but it, we'll see as it develops. And, and it is important to mention uh, also that he does have, a, he has a younger brother that I guess was looped into this uh, as well. I think he's a year and a half, two years younger, uh, not as highly rated, obviously a little bit younger. Uh, so who knows, but uh, there's, there's a lot of other people looped into this and it's a very, very unfortunate situation. And, and hopefully I, I sincerely hope that because he is such a highly rated guy, obviously like we've talked about, he will, will uh certainly land on his feet from this but hopefully because it has happened so soon to a a a skylined guy a high prospect everyone knows him guy that that we get some uh, someone to step in because really this is i'm a big fan and I, i'm i promise i'm being short here but I, i'm a big fan of uh formula one for example and uh <laughs> we love our f1 analogies but uh the governing body of formula one one of their big roles that they do is uh driver safety they they have a lot of rules that manage the the safety of the guys. And this would be a, a big shining moment for the NCAA that is certainly under attack and, and being doubted across the board by everyone saying, what does this entity even do anymore? Because they've been, you know, been been so redundant and, and irrelevant when it comes to a lot of things in football nowadays. I think this could be a shining moment uh, where the NCAA could come in and truly make a difference and truly have relevance, if they stepped in and, and created some rules that were for the benefit of these these players and these talents and these recruits, because a lot of these laws exist at, at varying levels for recruits. But uh, if the NCAA really stepped in as a, a governing body and and said, "Hey, you know, we had our past job. We we obviously have have uh, reached obsolescence in a lot of the past things that we've done. We're going to take a." a more backseat role and we're going to exist for safety. We're going to make rules about say helmets about, you know, player safety, medical protocols, maybe even, or things like this, where we are preventing, you know, very at risk people coming from not the best backgrounds, you know, getting scammed by literally, you know, snake oil salesmen. There's no better uh, analogy to move across the Atlantic seaboard to Pacific seaboard. As far as you can move continental U S um, that would certainly be a great spot so hopefully something like that occurs uh at some level whether it's at the ncaa or the conferences or, or the universities band together but uh we've mm-hmm. seen in this example that certainly something must be mm-hmm. done uh, for the benefit of these guys because it's 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 just not right you know it's not good for anyone it's it's objectively terrible in every way
0: one might call it the ncaa's bun shining moment i don't know all right but, okay, okay.
2: But that, 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 that's that's a good that's a good. Let me let me wrap all this up for this little recruiting mini pod. Um, yes, the T A Cunningham is a, um an interesting story, but going back to OU, this Kansas State loss should not change anything with our grand picture. I think the big next thing to look forward to after this announcement on Wednesday from David Hicks is Peyton Bowen, Ryan Yates, and Malachi Coleman. And allegedly, there's going to be a big time visit of all of these guys come Kansas weekend. So hopefully, that weekend will be a very you know, you know, highly looked at game in terms of the media. If Kansas keeps playing the way that they are, and we can kind of avenge this um, and have a good win and convince
0: some recruits to get in the boat. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, there's always another visit, always another recruiting trip. Just gotta. Got to keep winning. Got to string some more wins together. But um, yeah, I think that's it. Right, Jameson? Yeah, yeah. Take us out. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this bonus episode of the Cruton Corner. Uh, We'll be back uh, soon to break down the TCU game with our pal Boat and Blake. But until then, we're heading out of here. Have a good one. Boomer Sooner, everybody.